I'm the king of the swingers, oh, the jungle VIP. I've reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. I want to be a man, man cup, and stroll right into town. And be just like the other men, I'm tired of walking around. What's up, bitches, bros, and non-binary hoes? My name's Colin Prentice, the Arch. To my right, I have Tom Gannon, the Heel. And to my left, I have Bryce Clark, the Toe. How are we doing today, boys? You're pretty fantastic. Love to hear that. Love to hear that. How have you guys been? We've been out of circuit for a hot minute. Yeah, I think we've all been clinically not doing so hot. <laughs> that is a big fact. So, we have a new guest today, owner of the Dragons, Nick Lee. How are we doing today? Doing pretty well this evening. Thanks for having me on the show, boys. Glad to have you. We have a handful of things to talk about, but Tom, do you actually want to take this away? Basically, the thing I want to start out talking about is Nick and I and our road trip to Las Vegas at the end of January. Are you telling me Nicoly willingly got in a car with you? That's scary. Hey, I, I got a perfect driving record, so I'm not, I'm not sure what you guys have to say. <laughs> not we're not talking about the driving record, just a long trip like that. Oh, like just hanging out with me? I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't too bad. There's worse things in life. The reason I bring this up is that it felt like just Murphy's Law. What could go wrong did go wrong. There was a, just a giant storm that was over the top of us going across the whole country. We didn't see the blue sky from New York until we got to Arizona on the last morning when we finally got there. So Nick, yeah, just talk about that road trip and some memories from it. Yes, um, I guess, uh, like you said, if it gotten any worse, like it would have been really bad for us. But, you know, <laughs> it was right on that breaking point of us being able to make our way across. It was very stressful. Um, I'd like to say thanks to us being two professional drivers, uh, we were able to make it work and go across the country. What I do like 12 hour shifts throughout the day, about 12, 14 hour shifts throughout the day. Yes, I think one of them might've been even longer than that. And then I would try to sleep during the day and then I would get in the car, drive through the night, at least until the sun came up while you tried to sleep. Yes, and unfortunately for Tom, every time he took the wheel, it seemed to either start raining or weather started getting bad, and... And it was freezing. It somehow, we drove from New York to Texas, and it kept getting colder the whole way. When we were playing the trip, it's like, oh yeah, it'll get warmer the whole way because we're driving south. Nope, not what happened. I also lied to Nick, because before, like, as we're planning the trip, I told him I had AAA, and I didn't realize that I had canceled my AAA because I don't have a car. For some reason, I thought I still had it, and I didn't actually tell him until we got there. Well, I'm glad nothing went wrong on that situation. Thank goodness. Nick, you're saying that y'all are two professional drivers? Do you think you can play? Do you think you could race a NASCAR saying that you're professional drivers then? Uh, I wouldn't say that. Uh, I'll talk about professional in terms of uh, safety first, A to B, you know? Uh, speed is not the name of the game. It's about getting there safely. So that was our goal. And I like to think me and Tom drive that way. So 
that's what I mean by professional and also no big vehicles either the big vehicles I, I don't include those that takes I think a different breed you know there's tractor trailer drivers and things like that meanwhile they didn't have such a good trip on the not as good of a trip as us on the way down uh, uh, Tom saw a couple what toppled over on the side of the road <laughs> yeah so as we're driving through Missouri it like the road was a little icy and just all these 18 wheelers were just bombing 85 going just driving on a sheet of ice like it was un unreal i could not believe it and i kept saying as they're flying by me like these guys these guys gotta drive a little slower this is not safe and then i saw a few of them toppled over hopefully the drivers were all fine yes tom again is out there on the side of the road give a mouth to mouth <laughs> no i'm just i'm just i'm driving right by going 45 all night to make sure i stay alive yeah Driving with the hazards on, just like, hey, go around me. I'm going slow. And the car's full. Like, Nick, how low was the car to the tires when we... Oh, my God. We definitely exceeded the maximum weight capacity of the car. I have no idea how the car did not hit the wheels where the wheels were grinding up against the car. I have no idea. Definitely exceeded weight capacity for the car. Better traction, though. Better traction. Very correct. It kept our car low to the ground and heavy. So that... I think was definitely an advantage for sure. I don't know how I slept during that time with the stress alone of driving two hands on the wheel. I don't know how Tom did it, but we're here. <laughs> it's because I had, I had the shorter shift and I got to sleep and just sit in the car and hang out all day. True. But I th almost thought that was the easier shift at that point. It might've been longer, but well, sometimes heavier is good. Sometimes heavier is not because those 18 wheelers top toppled over in Missouri definitely didn't have weight on their side. No, they did not. They did not. Not safe drivers driving too fast. I bet the ones that were packed with heavy stuff were the ones that didn't topple over because it was windy. It was windy. It, it was just bad weather. And then at one point we get out the car to go to the gas station and my two front headlights, which brand new headlights, by the way, so they were nice and bright, but like it was completely dark because there was a layer of ice and snow over the top of the headlights. So I had to spend like a good 10 minutes scraping that off. So that was an adventure. And then when Gannon back, got back on the road, he's like, oh, I can see again. <laughs> yeah, the windshield was pretty salty too. We, we stopped at the right time. Yes. So how long was this drive? It was shorter than my drive by myself. I think, what, two and a half days again? Three? Two and a half days? Yeah, because we pretty much started around midnight in New York. We were in Indianapolis in the afternoon. We got to St. Louis at night. And then we got to Oklahoma. And then it, there was a hailstorm in Oklahoma City. Yes, there was. How about that tangent? Um, we slept in Arizona in a mountain because there was ice on the mountain and that was our second night yeah. wasn't that our second night sleep yeah so it took us two and a half days let's say yeah well that drive must have felt like it taken forever after sitting in a car for that long my body did not feel good after sitting in a car for that long of a period my legs were shot <laughs> we were sore for what like two or three days we played wiffle ball on the field when we got yeah, there and then it was just like oh, for, man. for two or three days after we were shot <laughs> So Nick, now that you've moved out to Vegas, do you think you're going to go back out there and stay there during the winters and or maybe even move out there? That is the plan. Um, 
I kind of made a commitment with dragons for, you know, this summer before Adam made his plans and whatnot for PLW. And yeah, the plan is pr probably after you whiffs to go back sometime October, November. I don't know. And from what I hear, the season still might be going on too. So who knows? It's amazing. Yeah, not quite official yet, but the season is probably going to go from July until Thanksgiving. Well, shout out to BLW. I can't wait to start watching Nick and Tom play out there even more. Because I know Tom's been out there for what? Three, two, three years now? Feels like it at least. Two-ish, two and a half. Either way, shout out to them. And I can't wait. This is going to be really fun seeing more East Coast guys play in that league. Yeah, we're trying to get Robles to come out some point during the season since he's got the summer off since he's a teacher big facts big facts he's gotta be able to make it out there he's gotta take a break from mlw at some point don't he give me another beer <laughs> i love it somebody's gotta know. do it fire me up bro hey. i've been drinking this whole time you've been drinking the whole time yeah i've been drinking since two o'clock today i don't give a fuck all right no one cares back to wiffle ball or actually, back to driving, Nick. I assume the road trip back from Vegas was not as eventful. So you got any good stories from that? I wouldn't necessarily say good stories. It was three, like 14 to 18 hour shifts in the day slash few hours in the nighttime. And I'd say maybe the one thing is it seemed like from eight to 10 o'clock, once the lights went down, all the tractor trailers seemed to move like 10, 15 miles per hour faster. And the amount of tractor trailers that passed me was ridiculous. Where the third night I just gave up. I was like, I'm done with this. <laughs> I pulled off and I slept. <laughs> and then finished the last four hours on the final on the fourth day. Um, but no, uh, thanks to Molly being in the car. Such a champ. Um, going, you know, without going to the bathroom for as long as I needed or stopping for as much as I needed or wanted to absolute champ probably the only reason why i made it there and back i mean was able to make it you know alive stay awake all that good stuff um shout out to molly couldn't have done it without her molly is the best pup in wiffle ball thank you hands down <laughs> and news on that she probably will not be going to uh severn millersville uh wherever we're going this saturday uh she will be taking a week off unfortunately from wiffle ball huh. that is very sad yeah you'll see molly back at ecw colin and then everybody else will see molly again what for the june june tournament june 24th she posted up underneath the tent for the longest time with the stompers she i so cool she was bouncing around to everybody's uh tent it seemed like she was hanging out with the long balls for a little bit then with uh jordan and vincent with earl yeah just not by our bench. She got some Chick-fil-A. Oh, yep, yep. She was uh, waiting around from that for, from what I heard. And uh, yeah, Molly's a big fan of Chick-fil-A, especially the Nuggets. <laughs> I'll make sure to snag her some on the way by next time. I appreciate that. Uh, she always gets a, a helping of Chick-fil-A Nuggets anytime I go. So, Nick, are you going to get Molly a jersey eventually? Or do you think clothes on dogs is tacky? Um, It's not... Necess it's tacky 
but not a jersey. Uh, wouldn't be tacky. It's just she's not used to wearing clothes and she's naked most of the time. Like she doesn't even have a collar. And I guess with their hair, she I guess could get hot. Um, but no, I definitely need to get her a jersey of sorts for sure because uh, she represents well. She cheers us on. She barks us on. And uh, yeah, I don't know. She's been so huge, and you know her learning the, the foul ball line and all that stuff. And I appreciate you know everybody at the tourneys looking out and uh, you know just happy to have her there because makes life easier on me and i love having her there so i appreciate you know shout out everybody on that yeah also shout out molly for being a really well-behaved dog and i do think that for the tournaments it would be cool but like if you have molly just walking around in everyday life with a dragon's jersey that would be tacky (laughs) i i agree with you what about a bandana though bandana oh i i do did have a couple bandanas for her they do look good on her i should start uh rocking her with some bandanas well i love talking about molly but either way we need to get back to wiffle ball yes so let's talk about some maw let's run through those two tournaments that have already happened real quickly sure how'd you guys do so first tournament uh we actually made the playoffs. Uh, first game was against Old Line Wiffle Club. You know, they spoke it into existence over the off season, And, uh, you know, it's just the way things worked out. Couldn't write any funnier of a script. So we won that game. And then second game, we lost actually one nothing uh, to the risers. Mike Bucci pitched really well. The uh, risers uh, scraped across a run with like a walk. And I think a couple hits or something like that. But they got a run in. And... Cap, you know, shut us out, um, took us that game. And then we played the Red Barons, which is uh, that BWBL squad. John, I'm not sure of his last name, but John uh, owns and runs that team. He usually brings Slaughterhouse to United Wiffle. Costco. Yes, there it is. Yeah, we played them too. Yeah, Nick Pugh threw, and he threw pretty well, but I think he threw earlier in the day, so he was, he only had so many bullets. You know, everybody only has so many bullets, so. Mike Bucci was just raking that day, so uh, he hit Pugh well, and we ended up winning that game. And then we faced Whiff Inc., in which that was a really good game. Uh, me and Styles on the mound, Mike Bucci seeing him so well, Styles throwing it behind me, uh, blowing it by me and Dougie. And then uh, go all the way to extras. What, in the, se- uh, in the seventh inning, the first base is loaded inning. Uh, Mike Bucci hits a homer off Styles um, with two outs, and uh, I return the favor in the bottom of the inning. <laughs> so that didn't end well. Whiffing took a, uh, beat us in the eighth inning uh, with bases loaded, and then the second twenty, we lost our deciding game to the Yaks, game three. We beat the Waves game two, and then we lost to Whiffing game one. By the Wave. Whiffing through Tweg, Tweg. Uh, only gave up one run. Uh, it was very tough for us to throw strikes in the rain. Haven't been used to that in a while, like that early morning rain. So I had trouble throwing strikes, even in the Waves game. But snuck that one out with a couple homers. And then, yeah, the Axe did a good job uh, getting runs early. And then by the time we sc- scraped away two runs, it was too late, and I gave up too many runs. So overall... I expect to do better. I think we are going to do better. But yeah, not the greatest, not the worst. 
Well, it's still an early season, and there's a lot that can happen. Yes, uh, you know, Dougie, you know, is getting his feet wet, at least being a dragon, you know, understanding how we play, the way we do things, and, you know, his development, it's going to come along, so I'm not necessarily worried about it, or worried about, you know, the way we're starting or anything like that. Just got to keep on putting the reps in and keep showing up. Yeah, another tournament this weekend. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, roster still to be decided. Hoping uh, hoping Bucci can kind of save the day again, you know? He's actually been pr- playing really well, and maybe he's swinging the best bat he's ever swung, so I'm hoping I can get him for another tourney. We'll see. So what are you saying, Nick? Should Tim Cook be hitting VP? What's going on? <laughs> Very possible. <laughs> Very possible Tim Cook might be hitting BP. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's doesn't seem to be a lot of people traveling, or maybe the people who were traveling, you know, just aren't on my team and are on other teams. So technically, I was supposed to have Mike for this tourney, but he showed up the week before, and it was like, like he thought last week was Millersville, but like you know last tournament was millersville but it's this tournament so technically this tournament was supposed to be figured out but since mike helped me out the other tourney uh at best for the best i figured you know not ask him unless i really need him and i kind of want him and not only need him it'll also give us roster flexibility where it gives us two roster spots um for the remaining tournaments so you guys see that there's rings for winning this one? Yes, that was that's very cool that they were. Uh, Those look sweet, so sweet. And aren't they like Maryland like colored? So that'd be like kind of cool where it's like you know you go to a different state and conquer something, I guess. <laughs> yeah, she called the Maryland State Championship. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to put that! I I own Maryland, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. I was just thinking, like, you know, Texas Tim, you know, he hands out, you know, like the medals and stuff, and that shit's in Texas, you know? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think he's got rings, too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And they have the Texas flag. These ones have the Maryland flag. Love it. Quick sidetrack on top of that. Did y'all see that Texas Tim is retiring from Cedar Park? Yeah, he's going to retire after he's been working in parks and recreation since he was 16 years old, I'm pretty sure what he said that's insane texas tim congratulations on retirement uh enjoy it yes definitely you deserve it that guy's been running wiffle ball tournaments since we were shitting in diapers yes <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking true <laughs> oh my goodness so off that sidetrack nick you came up to ECW and played with me. Yes, that was fun. Uh, NRG debut, which was cool. Got to play with Colin for the second time, which was cool as well. Didn't go, you know, as expected, but, you know, I still had a great time. And we competed in basically in every single game besides the first one. So. Yeah, Pagano's hard to hit against, especially early in the morning. Yeah. And, you know, you got to throw uh, 
you know, you got to throw strikes to Phenom's team and like, you know, they're a good hitting team and you almost have to be perfect. So, yes, tough to face a lineup like that where Connor's batting four and you have Pagano, Jordan and Vinley all with three strikes too, not to mention. So did they mercy in the finals? Is that what did I see that? I have no clue. I didn't pay attention enough. I could be wrong where I think they might have won nine one, but like they hit like a bunch of solo home runs, if I'm not mistaken, where they didn't like get like three run bombs. It was like a bunch of solo bombs, if I'm not mistaken, but I could be wrong. I'm usually better with that. And the next ECW tournament is what, the 11th? Yes, June 11th. It was 11-3 final, so you got the run differential right. Okay. A lot of points scored. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of runs. Lots of runs scored. Um, I feel like uh, even though, you know, it's fast pitching stuff over there, just because of, you know, the way pool plays designed and whatnot and stuff, there's a lot of offense. You know, the three strikes. It, it does allow a lot more chance to let the batter do something whereas maw it's more of a you gotta swing because he might throw a strike right away which isn't a problem and actually helps the batter get better especially when they come to united wiffle where it is three strikes so they're getting that extra strike they're able to look at the pitches and decide what they really want to swing at and I think not only that is the fact that every team makes out a pool play, so you can afford to just kind of mail it in, so to speak, and save your arms for the big games. Yes, I agree with that. I wonder how many teams will be there next time. We had six the first week. Um, how many do we have this week at at uh, at Maryland? I want to say fourteen. 14? I thought it was 16, but I thought maybe I'm wrong. You might be right. I saw 14 last, but 16 oh, yeah, may I'm, be I'm... correct. Once that post about the rings came out, two teams probably signed up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, also, off that last podcast we done about the preview, the one before the Mikel Rass, we were talking about the revs, and they end up backing out. Does anyone know why they backed out? Is it because the kid, one of the kids failed a test? I'm telling you, that's what it is. No, nah, he got a detention. Uh, I really hope passed, this story is passed, true. That would be passed, so much fun. He got a detention? He passed all his tests, but he got a detention, and it must have been uh, something bad because it was a Saturday detention. I bet he threw a wiffle ball at somebody. <laughs> I guarantee it. No, I actually, I, it's probably some, something different. Probably a family emergency, but... We hope Could everything's happen. okay, and hopefully they come to one of the next tournaments. I hope he, I hope he failed the test for the family emergency. I hope he failed the test. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know why I'm laughing. Bryce <laughs> <laughs> uh, is funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. So Nick, real quick, did you see any teams that kind of surprised you on how they played at ECW, even though there were six teams? Um, unfortunately, I didn't get to watch much of the like brand new team, like or the you know the new team or the rookie team that hasn't played. Um, unfortunately, 
you had what the Wiffleholics, you had 603, you had NRG, Phenoms, and who are the Black Dog? Oh, Black so Dog. there's a, um, I guess, uh, Zach, the, um, Zach, uh, he played for 603 open uh opening day and he threw yes, a good game did. against us and he beat us one nothing um we had a few runners on and a couple of chances you know to to get some runs and you know we just couldn't get that that hit across but uh he threw well and that was i think his second game of the day too and then i think he's the one who hit the bomb off lopes uh to get them past the semifinals, if i'm not mistaken damn kid can hit and can pitch Kid throws gas as well, like yeah, absolute he, gas. He he was throwing hard, and that was like his second game, you know. So, and that was I, what like the first real tourney of the year too. So, at least for him, yeah. How uh, hard? Like, do you, do you guys have a number? It seemed high nineties. I will. High nineties. That's fast. Uh, high nineties. I wouldn't, 90s. I wouldn't no, say no. That. He he threw a handful that were high 90s it wasn't it wasn't fully consistent but there were a handful that came in really hard what was he sitting at then probably 89 yeah i was gonna say like high 80s he was he was definitely getting there for at least it felt like it um i don't know if it's just beginning of the season i feel like i'm also not the the best grade when it comes to you know uh miles per hour you know and that type of stuff i if you want to compare it to something, I throw 75. Y- yeah, sure, Bryce. <laughs> I'm sure you aren't talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I stay mid-70s. Yeah, sure, Bryce. <laughs> humble man. Humble man. But no, that, who are you trying to, that who are you trying to hustle, Bryce? <laughs> in, theory, in theory, am I wrong, though? I mean, it's at least coming in 75. Yeah, you're definitely wrong. You're like, you know that scene from that Dennis Quaid movie where <laughs> uh, Who's Dennis Quaid? Where where the speed limit sign's broken and he's like throwing a fastball and it says seventy five, but then like the, the little thing blinks into oh, an eye. Some people are gonna know that it's called a rookie. It's actually yeah. a, tr- a true story. You're right. A guy like you're was right. a rookie when he was forty. Yeah. High school <laughs> baseball coach. It shows yeah. up to a tryout. Had like Four surgeries on his arm before he finally quit baseball, and then he came back like 15 20 years later. Coach, promises ba- yeah. his team that he try out. Yep, yeah, you've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it a time or two. We watched it in Vegas. I mean, yeah. There's know, also a guy, a guy that played in Tim Dean's tournaments in Cedar Park was in that movie. He was like the bullpen catcher for the Durham Bulls in the minor leagues. I <laughs> know. Buffalo ball, small world, right? It is. And it all comes back to wiffle ball. Speaking of that, do you want to preview like what your team might be and or could look like for the rest of MAW and or United Wiffle maybe? Um, I can give you kind of what I know. Um, unfortunately, I have been talking with people and like. I don't know, I'm the type of person who likes commitments and solids. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be there type deal. And everybody right now is like, oh, I'll see and I'll see, you know, a lot of open ended answers, basically. So I could tell you at least one person I know is going to be playing with us for M.A.W. 
He's supposed to be coming uh, July... Or no, the June and July tournament will be Wyatt. He's having a baby soon, bud. Yeah, I know. He's going to be old dad. He's going to be old dad, baby. Hopefully he brings that dad luck, you know, to the Dragons. I'd appreciate that. Um, But yeah, I'm looking forward to playing with Wyatt. Uh, Great team player. Great guy. Um, Shows up ready to ball, ready ready for anything. So uh, just happy to play with him. And then I'm just talking to a couple guys. And honestly, I just want people who are going to show up. We're going to, you know, I'm not asking for, you know, five, six, seven tourneys or anything like that. But, you know, when I'm asking for one or two and stuff, I need I need solid answers. So until I get those solid answers, um, a lot of things are up in the air in terms of the roster. So I guess people out there, if they want to hit me up, they're more than welcome to. Yeah, that's about it. People talk about wiffle ball more than they actually play it. Like our, us included, I'm talking about it right now. Yes, but I mean, like in theory, but like we still show up though. More so in like our competitive sense, not necessarily we don't play. Yeah, yeah, we we do play a lot, but we still probably talk about it more than we actually play it. I mean, I don't know if I'd talk about it. I think the guys at work have been tired about me talking about with ball after like four or five years. So now I really sit and daydream about it. It's kind of <laughs> weird. And I sit there, I, like, I, I run through shit in my head. I'm like, and then like, I look at it and I'm like, if I would have done this, we would have done this. Bryce, you're so, not the only one. It's okay. I'm just telling you. Like, I do. I mean, I sit and I'm like, and I'll, like sometimes when I got to throw something to somebody, like, hey, Bryce, throw me this wrench. I fucking throw it and I act like I'm throwing a drop ball or something. No one fucking cares but me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, dude with his life I love I love it you know I just I I have a lot of passion for it I got it tatted on me you have a wiffle ball on you Bryce you can't see it <laughs> it's a tramp stamp it's hid I think a lot of wiffle ball guys daydream about wiffle ball at times sometimes I night dream about it you remember your night dreams? Yeah, sometimes. Oh, no. Do you not? Do you not? I have well, not remembered a dream at night for I don't know how many years. Well, yeah, that that's a thing, isn't it? Isn't it like a thing where you supposedly dream every night? It's just the fact of you remembering it or not? Probably, yeah. Oh, sure. I don't know. I mean, I know you got a better dream. But I don't know yeah. who I heard from and if or if they, you know, if they were telling me lies. So. Get that REM sleep. If you don't get that REM sleep, you're going to die. Okay, well, I, I mean, it's not like I'm dreaming every night, but if you if you got this far in the episode, tweet at us whether you dream or not. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you dream every night, or is it some nights? <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. Like how how many nights a week w- would you say on average? Off the rails. <laughs> totally off the rails. Let's bring it back real quick. <laughs> so, Nick. Yes, Colin. Let's go back to February real quick. Sure. I heard a rumor that you predicted Haves and Tui going to Black Dog. Well, you heard it on this show. Remember when I was saying that, oh, Las Vegas Whifflers is going to be a team for you if now. And then at some later episode, I walked it back and said that Steve said that wasn't 
official yet. Now we know it is. But yeah, we were practicing with them to get ready for Mid Atlantic while there was this was all going down. Anyway, Nick, take it from here. Yes. Um, you know, you just I don't know. I just I saw it happening, you know, like they know each other and stuff. I don't know. It just seemed like it seemed like the right move for everybody where, you know, as soon as Las Vegas Whifflers made their move and, you know, just based off the conversations we had, I was like, there's no way that, you know, that this isn't going to happen. And me and, you know, Doki were talking about it just because, you know, we talk about the roster changes and stuff and Las Vegas Whifflers being you know, a team was just like new news to us. And like, we were just trying to put all the pieces together. And I don't know, it just seems like people shuffle teams. I don't want to say off the, like, you know, it all depends on the situation and stuff, you know, but like, I just feel like, you know, rosters aren't set in stone, especially the way the players are nowadays and stuff. And I don't know, it just seemed very, I don't know, it seemed to make sense. So, you know, just spitballing, having fun, talking, you know, talking about whiffs with, with Gannon. It came up where I'm like, you know, this is going to happen. And um, I don't know if I, you know, I have a couple other uh, at least predictions of things that I think might happen that maybe I don't want to put out there. But I'm hoping I'm right on because it'd be kind of cool to be right again on something. Let's hear that, because I was actually going to ask, what do you have for predictions for the rest of this year i just saw something like in terms of just you whiffs and relevancy i guess uh johnny costa free agent type deal so i was like "Ooh, where could johnny costa go and whatnot and just thinking of lineage like who's playing all that type of stuff um i'm assuming like if the lemonheads are looking for a guy maybe that's that might be a landing spot. That's just me. They came with four on MAW opening day, and it seems as if they might be taking that team to UWIFs. Because if not, I would love to have Polanco back. But <laughs> yeah, that's just something I, I thought in my head, just because, you know, I think about Wiffle Ball and people moving. And that's always been something that I enjoyed, like watching the NFL. Like, I love the NFL offseason. I love acquisitions. I love the trades. I love. I love even players getting cut from teams because in the NFL, you could just drop contracts very easily and stuff where the transactions are a lot more free and, you know, there's movement and stuff. So just from being that type of person and then also, you know, video games, playing the franchises and stuff where I tried to make it as real as possible, you know, and then try to do trades and things like that. So I, you know, it's always been kind of a thing of mine where like I like paying attention to the roster shuffles and all that stuff, you know, like Jordan going back to Earl, um, Teddy going, you know, Teddy initially uh, agreed to be on Earl, I think, for 2021 and that didn't happen. And then now he's playing with them again. So I always think about that type of stuff. Yeah. And speaking of roster drama and people getting cut from teams, something I'm willing to put that put out there is that I'm trying to join the Stompers and have Bryce cut someone from last year's roster bryce you care to comment yeah that's the <laughs> yeah go <laughs> hot seat yeah. put me on the spot <laughs> on the podcast it's like as if i don't have enough on my plate yeah i mean I, we've talked about this a lot and we're gonna wait I until have. after the tournament this weekend to for to decide but if not shout out me I, I, who wants me to be on their team hit us up on twitter Oh jeez, Bryce, isn't it? Gr isn't it so much fun running a team? 
Didn't they like it's yeah. such an easy thing to do? I'm gonna tell you. Okay, hey, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good problem to have. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go on like this is this is it's a good problem. It's a problem. This is <laughs> by far the deepest rock like from talent wise up and down. This is the deepest team I've ever had. But it, the hardest part is figuring out where to plug and play. And that may not make sense to me. I'm having, I'm ha- I, I think a lot of the struggles so far we've had this year has been on me because I've mismanaged certain situations. And that's been a, a trend for the last, I don't know, five, six outings we've had. And this is the deepest, I'm not, talent wise, this is the best team I've ever fucking managed or captained. I just got to get it put together. I don't know what I got to do. There's something I'm missing. It's we just need to score more runs because if you don't score more. many runs, then it doesn't matter who you would have pitched. We we might have lost no matter what decision you made. You know what I'm saying? We kind of played well last tournament, but still wasn't like a great tournament for the Stompers. It just happens we ran into Ryan McElrath in the very first game of playoffs for Mall, and then he went on to win the whole thing. So he basically came in yeah. second. What a not well, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Brian McKellar's on the mound for the jugs. In order to beat the jugs, we gotta score more runs than the jugs. At some point, we gotta score on Ryan McElrath. I don't know when it's gonna be. But Ryan, I swear to God we're gonna put a run on the board against you. <laughs> swear to God I'm going to. Fun fact, the first time I ever faced Ryan McElrath, I hit a home run in my first at bat. But I have not got a hit off him since. I don't know. <laughs> that This last tournament was the first time I've ever hit against Ryan McElrath. Quick shout out to Ryan McElrath. We know you're listening yeah. and we hope you're listening. Oh, he definitely is. We're going, we're going to get one. I just don't know when. And we got to make sure they don't get two. No, big big shout out to Ryan and, and Tim for uh, being on the pod last time. It was a it was a good episode. I enjoyed listening to it. It was definitely a lot more, uh, I guess, informational than what we got going on here. But <laughs> in fun fact, we have the contract with McElrath. They will be on another episode. Oh shoot! Yeah, we have exclusive yep. broadcasting rights. They cannot be on other pods. I reminded Tim the last term. I was like, hey, we got that contract. He's like, I'm ready to talk with us, whatever. I'm like, I got you. So, yeah, the Mikel Rats will be back on. That's good. Uh- so, also, another thing on Twitter or our Discord channel, or just randomly shoot one of us a text message or, I guess, a DM. What do you want us to ask the Mikel Rats? Because we're having them back on. Always willing to take any questions from the public. We love that kind of stuff. So, I'm actually going to end this here. This was a great pod. I love this. All of you guys are great. Do you guys have any closing remarks? Uh, join the Discord group and and chat in here. It'll be fun. It'll make our podcast better if you come up with suggestions for stuff. And also... Shout out Orchard Grounds. I'm playing in their tournament the day after Mid-Atlantic. Go check out Orchard Grounds on Twitter. It's, it's a pretty cool tournament. First wiffle ball tournament I played they in. They literally just followed me on Instagram, too. That's the tournament I came from. Like, that's the first tournament I played in. It's, like, going to be all, like, my friends from high school plus, like, other 
friends that have been added over the years. I just thought I, I think I followed him last year and they finally returned it. I'm like, yes, I made it in life. It's pretty do cool. You, do you guys actually want to plug your Instagrams real quick? So if anyone wants to message you. Absolutely. I don't have Instagram, but I have Twitter. Go ahead and plug. My Instagram and honestly my Twitter and my PlayStation name is all at B as in Bryce W C one nine nine two. You sounded like a robot saying that. Thank you for having me on the podcast. I wish uh I wish it wasn't as scrambled and jumped as it is for the folks listening, but uh It'll it'll sound better for them. Uh yeah, they'll never know. Uh I was happy to be on. Thanks for having me. Um looking forward to a great wiffle ball season. Fast pitch, maybe some medium pitch. Um Dragons. Looking forward to uh finishing hopefully the seventh season strong. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow our Twitter, which is at athletesfootpod. All the first letters are capitalized. And don't forget to join our Discord. It will be in the link below, and it will be a new link on the Twitter bio. Thank you for listening, and have a good rest of the day. Bye! Peace out. Was I supposed to say something? <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting that in there. I'm putting that in there. <laughs> <laughs>